Today's question, what mistakes we've made with running? A mistake I witnessed you make, if I could call you out. <laughs> like I, I passed out, not for a long time, but there was moments where I was unconscious. Confidence isn't something that you have, so it's the willingness to try. And I love that definition. I was always comparing myself to someone else. The only thing that has changed is I've learned to love myself. Instead of thinking about everything you don't have experience with, if you think about everything that you have done, I think that gives you confidence. Welcome to Run the Day with Rafe and Tay. We're runners, we're married, and now we've got a podcast. Why? Because we love running so much and it's changed our lives so much that we want to share it with our friends here. Each episode will answer a question. Today's question, what mistakes we've made with running? What's gone wrong? What went right? And we're here to talk about it all and hopefully help you. Do you think we've done more wrong or more right? Let's say your answer on one, three, two, one, right. right. Positive. I think that there's a lot of common mistakes that people make with running, including us. And I think the biggest one that I've personally made in race, I want you to tell me if you agree, is running too fast. And I know that sounds silly, but I'm not talking about like your race day. I'm talking about your everyday run. Mm -hmm. So race, am I the only one or do you relate to that too? Uh, I relate to that always. I mean, we ran this morning and I ran too fast this morning. You haven't overcome this mistake, like you're still guilty of it? 100%. I think every runner is still guilty of it for the most part. And why, is, why do you feel like it's a mistake? Because I know why I think it's a mistake, but I want to know your perspective and like how it affects you because it could affect people differently. I think it's twofold. I think one, it's, it sets you up to not enjoy the sport as much because you're leaving every run with your tank emptied. And I think that makes you at the early stages be like, wow, this sport sucks. Like it's just so hard. Right. That's one. And then two, I think long-term, if you're training for something, your rate of injury increases because of the load you're putting on your body when right. it's just like at the early stages, it's not, it's not ready for that. Right. So how do you find out if you are making this mistake? I found out a certain way, you know, I know how you found out. Well, I think we probably both found out the same way. Yeah, I think so. Let's say it on one, three, two, one, heart rate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think, yeah, that that was a, a wake up call yeah. for, for me partially. And then like, you know, I, I look back to only a year ago, you know, like we again ran this morning. It's super hot out right now. It's like 90 degrees right now. And I think about the time, you know, when we were running last year and just like how we had one run specifically, if I can just say mm -hmm. that I remember we finished it. We were running at Tay's house and there's a massive hill like right yeah. at the finish of it. And it's just it's so hot. It's not shaded. We finished the workout. We got into your house. And I remember feeling like I was going to have a heart attack. Oh like I, I truthfully remember being concerned and my anxiety just like like spiked of like, wow, this like was wrong. So you knew you were running too fast when you realized that after your run, you just did not feel good. Your heart felt really bad and you felt very fatigued after. And kind of like what you said before, you realized that you were burning out your tank. Yeah. And I think building your aerobic base is one of the most important things. And I don't think we ever had that. And I still think we have a lot of way to go to really have that base. So like, if you're pushing yourself at too far or too high of a heart rate, you're not like letting your body scale over time of just, you know, learning how to run slower, run longer. It's too hard to obtain because you're running at a rate your body can't keep up with. 
let's go back to the building your aerobic base because I think that's when I realized I was making the mistake of running too fast. We were training for our first half marathon. I followed the plan that I typed in the paces I wanted to hit um, or the goal time I wanted to run for that half marathon and it gave me the paces for each workout. I realized that after each workout, I was burnt out. It was supposed to be my recovery day, my easy run, and I was exhausted, tired. Fast forward to our second half marathon we ever trained for, I found a Garmin plan that was heart rate based. We got heart rate monitor and it said what zones you should be doing your, this run should be in this zone. You know, it kind of personalized it. That was a huge wake up call. I realized that the pace I thought I should be running was way faster. I didn't recognize that that fatigue I was feeling was a mistake that I was running too fast. I just thought I wasn't in shape. So I think that was a huge wake up call. And that's how I realized I was running too fast. Once I started heart rate training and building that aerobic base, my running improved significantly. The the main thing you could do is every run, just put your ego aside. And I really struggle with doing that. But I think why heart rate has been easier sometimes is because I my ego can come into play with a pace because I know if I'm going at this pace, all the people I see on Instagram are going at this pace and all like the good runners in our area are going at this pace. If I run off of heart rate, I don't know what someone else's heart rate is. I know you could probably see it on Strava or whatever, but I'm not like, oh, my buddy, you know, Tim is uh, running at, you know, 145. Like you, the ego is kind of set aside because you don't have the knowledge of, you know, what is good and what's not as much. Right. And I think associating a certain pace with good and bad, I think can really mess with you. So following, following your heart rate, it's a great, it's a great way to overcome that mistake of you're running too fast. And to figure out if you are running too fast, try out a heart rate monitor, try just tracking on your watch, your whoop could do it too. Um, again, the, the accuracy will all be a little bit different. We've noticed that chest rate seems to be the best for us. Can I add one thing to that too? Yeah. Heart rate is better for long-term than maybe just running off a pace, but I think even better than heart rate, because just to add a fact and of your heart rate alters off of a bunch of different factors. Your sleep quality will change your heart rate. The weather will change your heart rate. Your caffeine intake will change your heart rate, your hydration levels. So those are a lot of factors that could come like your heart rate might not be consistent day after day. So to me, which is harder to do, but long-term, rather than running off pace, rather than running off heart rate, run off of feel. How do I feel today? I got sleep last night. Like my boss is on my ass about this project i'm stressed about this it that's going to change your pace and that's going to change your heart rate so just like run off of how you feel you know what a run's purpose is you should or you should try to learn that so run off of what the purpose of the run is and for once and it's so hard to do and again this is mistakes we're still making the metrics like who gives a fuck about the metrics just run off of the feel i like that you pointed out training off your feel because you don't have to buy a chest chest rate monitor you don't have to buy a fancy watch or you know your whoop you can just go off of your feel like how am i breathing check in with your body and a good way to maybe do that is to not have music on or just try to check in and be more present with yourself check in with if you're running too fast and too hard because every day shouldn't be hard every day running should not feel like you are emptying your tank sometimes you should feel better than when you started after an easy run you should feel recovered that's the point of it and it's good to have those speed days those tempo days to really push yourself and improve on your running but if every day is hard you're not 
it's really hard to progress and get better, improve your speed, improve your distance. Those easy runs and getting that aerobic foundation like we are talking about before is really key. I would say at your early stages, if you just take one thing away from this little segment, every time you finish your run, leave wanting more. Yes. Leave each day wanting more. That's, run slower. Yeah, just run slower, want more once you finish. When you're running, if you think you're running slow, just go even slower. Run slower than you think you should be going. Yeah, no one no one cares. So everyone's a runner. So, you know, if we're all runners, then what do the times matter? Yeah, except on race day. <laughs> Gun that <laughs> Get near Run heart fast. attack. <laughs> Pass out on race day if you have to. I think a good transition into another common mistake that we personally made is related to fueling. I think that what you were saying before about your heart rate, I didn't realize what impact having coffee before a run has on my body. You know, I was, when we first started going into heart rate training, I was looking at my watch. I'm like, I can't get this. I can't get this down. Like I cannot, I'm running slow. I'm focusing on my breathing. I feel relaxed. I feel like I'm comfortable, but why is my heart rate up? because I was chugging coffee before my run. Mm -hmm. So I think caffeine is really great to help you with certain workouts, certain runs. For some people. For some people. There's certain gels that have caffeine. Yeah. Certain, certain ones that don't. So a mistake that I learned is to think more about your nutrition and what works for you before you run. It could not be the same for everyone. I hate people posting stuff, these like umbrella statements. Yeah. Uh, do this. Like it you are a different person than the next. So like test it, see if it works for you and adjust. You might like caffeine through my job, which I'm fortunate to. I've talked with professional athletes, Olympic athletes who do not like caffeine. Mm -hmm. And I've met others who are addicted to coffee. Yeah. And they're just different people. So you have to do what works for you. And I think a mistake I've also made is not venturing out and trying different things thinking that this brand of a running gel or having coffee for everyone, like this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how, this is what everyone does. But you have to re realize that it may not work for you. Don't get so, don't change so much at once to a degree that, you know, like your nutrition completely changes. Don't under fuel. It's better to fuel yourself. And I know nutrition's important and it's something we care about and, you know, all these ingredients and stuff like this, but just Focus on providing enough for your body for what you deplete and take out of it. Like, make sure you're eating enough. Like, we love to eat. Yes. I don't know where we're at in this, like, whole, like, how many calories we burn versus... I don't really care, in honest terms. If we run and we burn a ton of calories and I'm tired I and, you know, hungry, I am going to eat until I'm full. Right. And I'm going to eat what I want. A mistake I witnessed you make, if I could call you out... <laughs> I was going to call myself out so you could call me out. All right, I'll call you out. When we were in college, mm -hmm. young athletes, Rafe made the mistake of thinking he needed to cut out carbs. And I witnessed firsthand the physical impact it had on him. Mm -hmm. So not to speak for you, but can you tell me about that day when I walked into the hallway after track practice and you were laying down like on the bench and I was yeah. nervous about you? Uh, it's the only time I, I actually passed out. Like I, I passed out, not for a long time, but there was moments where I was unconscious just from being under-fueled. I had this obsession, you know, which we can dive into more, but 
I just wanted to be good so bad. And I was fed, you know, false information that I taught myself. And I was like, I need to look thinner. Some of these guys look thinner. They look like they have more abs than me. Oh, Rafe, you're eating too many carbs. It's too much bread. Cut it completely. Rather than adjust slightly, I flipped it on its head. I went from whatever I was doing before to cutting everything. There's no fuel for my body. I'm running on empty. I'm driving a car with no gasoline inside of it. Right. And you, you know, you pay the impacts of that. And that was scary. I, I had a lot of issues, again, which we could dive into. Yeah, a lot of mistakes because I just wanted to be something so bad that I thought there was some like cheat code or like unlock that I wasn't doing that got me there. And it never is that way. Right. Don't make the mistake of thinking that food is bad. Food is fuel. And of course, you need the proper fuel. You need good nutrients. You need to hydrate. Don't convince yourself that certain food is bad. It's okay if you if you go out and have something like fun at after a long run with your friends. Like that is okay. Like you need to have a balance. You should do that. Right. You'll be just happier. Like reward yourself. You'll be a better runner because you'll be happier. I think it's so important to monitor fuel yourself properly after a run with good nutrition yeah. before you run. I mean, we've. We've definitely learned what works for us before the run, what works for us after the run. Food is fuel. It's really important. There's two types of people in life, right? There's those who love to eat and those who eat. Wait, that's not. Those who live to eat and those who eat to live. We live to eat. We live to eat. We love like to I, eat. I think about dinner when I'm eating breakfast. Yeah. So like, again, it, it keeps you interested in the sport. I don't give a crap. Like every Saturday, we are going to run the longest distance we run of the week. And I'm getting that bacon, egg and cheese with that chipotle mayo. And I'm getting like a fat coffee on the side. And I, you know, I'm eating an ice cream. Like I've talked to people that, you know, they treat themselves to a Ben and Jerry's pint. Like who cares? And like, if you're going to, don't get fed this bull like all these like dieting things like enjoy your life and reward yourself for the accomplishments you make you celebrate the wins that are these big scale wins just you went out there and run like cool i i we do it with stupid things of like and your mom does too and like if i go to the grocery store now i'm getting a snack in the grocery store that i'm eating in the car because that's my reward for doing something i hate doing which is grocery shopping balance is really important let's make you happy overall you don't need to be so strict I think relating back to how you were saying, you know, in college, you thought that you need to cut out carbs. When I was in college, I was really confused of why I was so hungry all the time. I didn't realize, it seems so silly now, the amount of calories I was burning. My, I was going to, we're going to the gym multiple times a week. We're doing these crazy workouts, training constantly. I didn't, I was confused. Like, why am I so hungry? And I was getting worried about, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to get this like freshman 15? Why am I starving? I just learned, I remember talking to my mom. She's like, just find healthier foods to stack on throughout your day. Just don't eat like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's what worked for me. I just found more nutritious, nutritious snacks, right? Like I just realized that it's okay to try to eat throughout the day, snack throughout the day. And you're hungry because you are burning those calories and you should listen to your body and you should feed it. Yeah. Fuel it. Fuel it. Don't think that it's, you know, when you're training for a marathon, you're training for a long race, you're probably going to be a lot hungrier. <laughs> your body needs it. It's asking for it. So you should listen to it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes your heart is asking for ice cream. 
Oh, yeah. And you should do that. Daily. <laughs> and you should listen to it. A hundred percent. Favorite food? Three, two, one. Pizza. pizza. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I could live off pizza. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Favorite post-run food? I'm asking you, Ray. My favorite? Yes. What is your favorite food to have after a long run? Yeah, I'd say like a, a, a bagel, like a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel. So my favorite food to have, not after a long run, but just a weekday morning run, which I don't do enough, and I'd like to do it more, is I love a smoothie. So Terrible a answer. A protein shake? Oh, yeah. I, that's different. Banana, chocolate protein. Yeah, I mean, that's like... Cinnamon. Ice. It's like chocolate milk. Yeah, it's so good. I love that. I thought you meant like a fruit smoothie, which, I mean, I like too, but there's no way I'm going to say that's my favorite. Let's jump to a big mistake that I think we both have experienced is the mistake of confidence. I love this topic because it relates to more than just running. It's not something you would typically think is an answer to mistakes we've made. But yeah, that's probably, for myself, my biggest one. I love the definition that Mel Robbins, love her, used to talk about confidence. And that is that confidence isn't something that you have. It's something that you work towards or work on. So it's the willingness to try. And I love that definition because both of us in college, we felt that we did not have confidence. And it had this attribute. I can name on one hand the number of races over the course of four years in college that I stepped onto that line and felt confident. For the ones you did feel confident, is there something you did? Believing in yourself. You may have friends that cheer you on. You have, you know, Rafe always believed in me. But I chose to believe in myself on that, on that day. I just told myself, I'm going to run this time. I'm going to have this energy and step up on the line. It's just the willingness to believe in yourself. Sometimes you may not, but you have to, you know, pretend. You have to... Say, I am going to believe in myself. I can do this. So that What does that mean in like simple terms of like, would you talk to yourself? Like, are you internally saying that to yourself? Everyone else could be cheering for you. But if you're not cheering for yourself, you're going to lose the race before you can start. Just like, you know, before you go into a job interview, if you tell yourself, I'm not going to get this job, you've already lost. So talking to yourself internally, reminding of yourself everything that you've done to get to this point. Don't focus on things you didn't do. Well, I haven't ran this time before. Well, I've never had this experience before. Focus on what you have done. And that is the building blocks to teaching yourself that you have the willingness to try. Mm -hmm. How do you have the willingness to try? I was always comparing myself to someone else. Mm -hmm. Always. I was never satisfied with any progress I made if it was if I didn't hit this arbitrary number that I said that like this number means I'm good. And if I didn't hit that, I'd get mad at myself. And I didn't hit that number pretty much ever. Uh, there's a great analogy in this book I read that if say you moved into a new place and you had a roommate. If your roommate was someone who was really mean to you, was talking really poorly to you, would critique you, criticize you, make fun of you, what would you do? If you had the control to do so, you would kick them out, right? Yes. <laughs> so take that exact same situation, but do it to yourself. What is your, how are you as a roommate to yourself? So I say that as a roommate slash teammate, 
I finished every race and I was so, I would beat myself up. I would say, you know, you're not good enough. Why are you doing this? You're not working hard enough. You're not talented. And over time you keep beating yourself down. You know, that plays a toll on you. So how I got confident, I learned to love myself. That was honestly the best thing to love who I am at this moment. When I run this race, regardless of it, I love myself for what I did. I love that. When I was saying I'd step up on the line for those very few races that I could think about and, ha- and had confidence, it's because I believed in myself, which is kind of what you're saying. I, I loved myself and you cheered yourself on and you yeah. thought about maybe the actual progress that you've made to this point. If you change the way you look at yourself, change the way you look at the situation and be on your own team. Mm-hmm. It's so great when other people are cheering for you and they believe in you. You have to believe in yourself. If you lack confidence with anything you do, you need to search internally inside of you of why do you lack confidence in this subject matter or in this area? Has there been a time in your life where someone has beaten you down about this? Because there's something there to me. And like you need to fill that before before you could be confident in that activity. The things that happened in my life, my childhood, I think I was searching for the sport to fill a void that I had inside of myself. And it was a void and a hole that the sport could never fill. So in order for me to be confident in the activity, I had to fill that void in a different manner and then come back to it. Mm -hmm. Developing a healthy relationship with it. With it and yourself. Yes. One of the biggest mistakes we've made with running is mindset and confidence. For shizzle. <laughs> Think we can jump to something a little bit more tactical. These are just our last few thoughts of what mistakes we've made with running and if we're still guilty of it or if we're working on it or we overcame it. So what I'll jump in, I can just say a mistake I made or training for my first half marathon was not strength training. I feel bad about that, but I did not really strength train. I was so in tune to trying to run these long distances and that was the first time I ever ran more I mean multiple miles at once mm-hmm. second time I ran the half marathon incorporated strength training I was healthier faster I just physically felt better mentally felt better strength training I think is awesome for injury prevention and doesn't have to be so complex I was fortunate to interview Jared Ward who's an Olympic marathon or Olympic athlete and the way he broke it down, I was thought was really cool is that the idea or the concept of submaximal running is breaking down your body time after time after time and lifting exercise, you know, doing strength training is building back up what you've broken down. I hate lifting, but it, you, you gotta, gotta yeah. do it. And a little tip is if you're on Instagram or social media, make sure you're following people that have a proper certification. Sometimes the fancy exercises are not always what's beneficial. It could be very simple. Okay, what else is a mistake that we've made with running? If it's hot, run with a water bottle. Set yourself up for success. Again, that like pass out times last year, I was running without water. This is all stuff that makes sense, right? Your body needs water. And when it's hot, you're sweating more. You need to replenish what you're putting out. So drink water, drink electrolytes. Okay, I have a mistake that I've made. And I'm proud to say I'm no longer guilty, but a mistake I made was wearing the same shoe, the same running sneaker, way past their prime, putting way too many miles on it, to the point where if you look at the bottom of the shoe, they are completely worn out. My mistake, 
I don't care if you can listen to music, you cannot listen to music. But if you're going to listen to music, I, I heard this analogy once and I really like it. Think about the music in terms of like dancing. If you were slow dancing, which is a slow run, let's say, you're not playing DMX and slow dancing to DMX. So if you're going to listen to music, which is cool, which we both do time to time, just make it appropriate for what you're doing. Because if I hear DMX, I'm I'm sprinting. Know what? I have a rant. Okay. If you are a driver and you don't yield to pedestrians, shame on you. <laughs> running today, this dude flying through a stop sign, you know, we were running in a pack, almost killed five runners. Oh my gosh. So like if you see a stop sign and you live in an area where people run, then just maybe like stop at the stop signs or just like don't like, I don't know, like it, it just yeah. bothers me. Maybe a little tay tip to add th to that. I didn't ask for a tay tip. Yeah, but I'm going to add it because I think it's important. If you are a runner and you are worried about cars hitting you, maybe just make sure you wear bright clothing. Run, because yeah, people don't know this. Run. Oh yeah. The opposite of traffic. Do not run with traffic. You bike with traffic, meaning the car and you are in the same thing. You run against it. All right. I have a question. This was submitted by Eric. Thank you, Eric. You're a great lad. <laughs> it was how to avoid blisters. Oh. I can't say I have all the answers on this, truthfully. But one thing I would love to add on it, and maybe you have an answer, is I used to always think this was some BS, but running socks are actually a thing that is different than just crappy cotton, like normal socks. And it makes a big difference in terms of the health of your toes, to to me at least. That would be my advice. But also, maybe to tack on to that, make sure the shoes you're running in are appropriate. And the best thing to do 24-7 is to get fitted at a run specialty store mm -hmm. and don't just buy things blindly offline, assuming it's perfect for you. Sometimes this happens because you're building up your mileage. Thanks for submitting a question. Thanks, sir. I just want to thank everyone for listening. And I feel like we got to open up a little bit about our experience and our mistakes. Mm -hmm. And it's not always easy to share the mistakes or your bad runs in life, but by sharing them, I think it helps people connect and relate. Yeah, so thanks for letting us open up. Yeah, thanks. We hope it helps. We hope you're able to learn from our mistakes and we're on this running journey, so we're not together. perfect. Yeah, we're all on it together and we're learning every day. And as always, we just wanna say, we believe in you. Wherever you're at in your running journey, you've got this. And Tay, kick us off. Go run the day. Go let the day run you. I gotta shave.